Kiora, Kofo Smithaho, Namaikitafari, welcome to the house. School is back in the classroom and Parliament is back in the building. It may seem like a long while now since the election, but in reality, this Parliament is still quite fresh. It hasn't even introduced all of its new MPs to the world yet, and so that is something that this week will feature, but not immediately. To outline the parliamentary week ahead, I spoke with the Minister responsible for overseeing the government's legislative schedule, the Leader of the House, Chris Bishop. Yeah, we're starting uh, this week with um, a motion uh, marking the passing of Sir Michael Hardy Boys, former Governor-General, um, and then we're having a ministerial statement from the Minister of Defence, the Honourable Judith Collins, on the deployment of the New Zealand Defence Force. Uh, it's the first opportunity Parliament's had to debate and discuss that. It's obviously a significant uh, moment. Uh, and so she'll be making a statement about that and then there'll be an um, exchange between the Minister and um, other parties as to that deployment. We've changed the format in the last few years. So prior to the uh, 2020 Parliament, uh, ministerial statements were essentially the Minister would make a uh, short speech and then there'd be short speeches in response and it wasn't particularly engaging. So after 2020, we changed the standing orders to encourage ministers to make a statement and then answer questions yeah. um, from opposition uh, members and uh, first first utilised essentially during the COVID period uh, when you know the um, former Prime Minister who was then Minister of Health and Minister of COVID, uh, Chris Hipkins, would uh, make statements about significant government decisions, which seemed to be about every week when it came to COVID. And there were a lot of them, and you were normally the person uh, asking questions on the other side. Yeah, I was the COVID spokesperson for uh, you know for bit, well, two years, basically. So yeah, a lot, did a lot of those uh, kind of exchanges. But unlike question time, which is sort of encumbered by a lot of rules, and a lot of, you know, you can say this and you can't say that, and the questions are a particular length, and the answers are a particular length, the, the, the ministerial statement is much more much more sort of a energetic back and forward, isn't it? Yeah, it can be. It depends how uh, opposition MPs decide to use it. Um, most uh, these days tend to use a mixture of statements, so very short um, prefatory statements, um, I would say, uh, followed by a question. And then, you know, if you've got five minutes, you can actually get through quite a lot of material if you're um, terse with what you say, which is uh, often a challenge for members of parliament, including ministers. True. Very true. So much of the week this week is still taken up with the aftermath of the speech from the throne, the thing that's called the address and reply debate, um, which is kind of like a very long general debate. But at the beginning of a new parliament, it's heavily maiden speeches, right? New MPs having their first crack. Yeah, so that the House essentially makes a formal address to the Governor-General uh, on behalf of His Majesty following the speech from the throne, um, which uh, happened at the uh, tail end of last year. Um, when the Parliament sat, and we're still going on that because uh, a lot of the time before Christmas was taken up in urgency debating pieces of government legislation, and so we're still going on uh, that debate. Um, and so there's a, still a lot of maiden speeches, a lot of new MPs in this Parliament. So uh, today, for example, we uh, uh, have six maiden speeches uh, from the National Party. We've got another six uh, from National um, tomorrow, Wednesday, uh, and then uh, on Thursday, we've got four maiden statements from the ACT Party and three from the Greens. And we've still got more to come yeah. uh, when we come back in February after Waitangi Day. Uh, and we've also got a valedictory statement uh, this week as well, which um, is quite unusual at the start of a new parliament. But um, uh, the Honourable Calvin Davis, um, who's been a long-standing Labour MP, former Deputy Leader of the Labour Party, uh, he's uh, announced his retirement. Uh, and so he's giving his valedictory statement, which I think will be one to watch. Cool. And you've got, very quickly, a couple of bills this week that the House will be discussing as well. So we are debating the New Zealand Productivity Commission Act repeal bill. The government's got a commitment to disestablish the Productivity Commission, requires legislation, set up by legislation, requires an act of parliament to uh, disestablish it. So we are 
uh, doing that uh, on Tuesday, both the first and second reading, taking urgency for that with skipping select committee. Uh, and then uh, the aim is to have that passed by the end of the week. Uh, and I think um, that's to give certainty to the commission that they are being disestablished and Treasury can then go through the wind-down period. And we're also doing a uh, first reading of the EU free trade agreement legislation. So New Zealand and the EU have entered into a free trade agreement. Uh, from our side, we have to legislate a variety of different uh, commitments that we've made. Um, and so uh, I think it'd be fair to say the, the last government um, intended to get that underway before the election, just ran out of time, and so we've had the election, now we're back in the new year, 2024. The EU is moving uh, at pace with uh, their ratification procedure, we've got to do our end of the bargain. So, to catch up. so yep, yep, we're going to send that off to a select committee. That, that's quite a detailed bill, and very appropriate it goes to a committee for further consideration, so that'll go off to the Foreign Affairs, uh, Defence and Trade Select Committee this week. That was Chris Bishop, the Leader of the House, discussing the week to come in Parliament. And you've been listening to The House. This programme is produced with funding from Parliament's Office of the Clerk. Matawa.